Hey, you're listening to episode 138 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different because I'm sharing some content from my very first paperback, The Keto Diet, now available as an audiobook. I did this very thing on episode 132, chatting all about fasting, and you guys really loved it, so I'm sharing more from the book. Today's topics include four ways to track your macros, macro tracking apps, alternatives to tracking that'll keep you on track, and the difference between total and net carbs. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. Okay, so on today's episode, I'm going to be reading from my book, The Keto Diet. That's my first paperback. And when we first set out to record the book, I wanted to be the one to do the audio recording for the audiobook. Now, this was around the same time that I was relaunching Happy Keto Body, just starting the writing process for my second and third paperback books, and trying to finalize all the insurance details for moving on to a sailboat full time. <laughs> I was also recording episodes of the podcast, creating blog post content, and just being a human on planet Earth. So you could say that I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. So I ended up finding someone awesome to record the audiobook for me. I kept the few first chapters that I recorded. So that's what you'll hear today. Me reading the Keto Diet paperback. But if you pick up a copy of the real audiobook on Amazon or Audible, just type in The Keto Diet Leanne Vogel to find it. You'll hear a different voice. But today it's all me. If you want the podcast extra and transcript, including all the links referenced in today's episode, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash podcast slash E13. I have no announcements today, but if you want to help more people find this show, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash review. Just leave your honest review with a star rating and boom, that's it. Recording this podcast is one of my most favorite things ever. And I'm so thankful for everyone who tunes in and supports the show on a weekly basis. So you guys are just amazing. Okay, let's do this thing. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet and author of the upcoming paperback book, Keto for Women, where I'm showing you how to take charge of the imbalances that are ruling your life so you can discover your happy weight in three easy steps. Or you may know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today, and thanks so much for listening. If you're listening to today's episode and you're like, dang, I want this audiobook, head on over to Amazon or Audible and search for Leanne Vogel, The Keto Diet, and you will find it. Okay, let's cut over to a snippet of the audio recording from The Keto Diet audiobook. Four ways to track your macros. Personally, I'm not overly concerned about counting macros. I did it for a long time and it made me crazy, like literally crazy. It was too easy to become obsessed with tracking my foods and counting calories. Now I choose not to, and I still do quite well with keto. And dare I say it, most of us would be better off without all the tracking tools we've become accustomed to. But everyone is different and needs different things. So I'm going to introduce you to four strategies or options you could use to make sure you're getting the right amount of fat, protein, and carbs, whether you want to track macros or not. The key is finding a strategy that feels good to you. Option number one, track your intake meal to meal. Tracking your intake the old-fashioned way can be beneficial when you're starting out on keto, especially so that you can keep track of your carbohydrates. 
If you've never been conscious of your carbohydrate intake, understanding the carbohydrate content of foods can take some getting used to. It's also the best way to really know all the details about the macros and calories you're consuming, which is particularly helpful if you find that you need to make some adjustments. The downfall to tracking is that it can be overwhelming. If you do get overwhelmed, no worries. There are other ways to do this, which we'll discuss later. Back to today's episode in a sec. Some people choose to do plant-based keto, others do carnivore keto, and I'd like to think I'm somewhere in the middle, loving meat and plants. I thrive on the right kind of animal protein, protein from healthy animals, animals that get treated fairly, have happy lives on pasture, and are raised ethically. This is why I choose to eat grass-fed and finished beef, free-range chicken, heritage-bred pork, and wild fish. And I'm so happy I can get these options from ButcherBox, a meat subscription service I've used since 2016. Listeners of the show get $20 off plus free ground beef for life. What does this mean? Well, if you head on over to butcherbox.com slash keto diet and sign up as a new member, you'll receive two pounds of ground beef in every order for the life of your subscription. This offer is only valid for the month of March 2019. So you can go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to get $20 off your first order plus free ground beef for life. Okay, back to today's episode. The important thing to remember about this method is that you have to know the calories, fat grams, protein grams, and carb grams in everything you eat. That spoonful of almond butter you ate, you need to know how many grams of fat, protein, and carbs it contained, as well as how many calories, and you need to factor those numbers into your daily allotment for each macronutrient. So if you're aiming for 33 grams of carbs per day after the almond butter at around 3 grams of carbs, assuming it was the first thing you ate today, you're down to 30 grams of carbs for the rest of the day, and so on with the remaining macros. If you choose this option, tracking your intake with an application such as MyFitnessPal, Fitbit Tracker, FatSecret app, MyMacros Plus, Chronometer, or Keto Diet app is the way to go. With many of these apps, you can set your macro and or calorie goals and input your daily eats while you're planning your meals for the week or while you're preparing a meal. Many app-based solutions come complete with verified nutrition data for foods, so when you input a food for a particular day, it will instantly update your daily macro and calorie needs. You can also manually add recipes of your own, inputting nutrition information per serving, or develop the recipes and the corresponding nutrition information right there in the app. Once you get into the swing of things, you can skip to option four to be discussed shortly, which is a fabulous strategy for someone who's learned how to sense when they're in ketosis and can feel the effect that an adjustment of macros has on their body. After eating this way for about 30 days, you should be in a place to trust your body and be able to skip to option four. Option number two, delayed tracking. Similar to option number one, but better if you don't want to track each morsel of food that enters your mouth, but still want to see if you're hitting your macro targets daily. Eat high fat, low carb as best you can for five days and write down everything you eat. After five days, enter what you ate meal by meal in a calorie tracking app that calculates daily macro percentages from those meals. After entering all the foods, you'll be able to see where you've landed on your macros. This will help you understand where your macro faults are without the risk of obsessing about intake, tracking, and adherence to your diet. 
Once you get in the swing of things with delayed tracking, you can skip to option four, which offers some of the same benefits without requiring you to write down everything you eat. Believe that your body knows what's best for you and trust the process. Back to today's episode in a sec. Today's episode is sponsored by Perfect Keto. Perfect Keto creates the ultimate products for making the keto lifestyle easier and more effective. All of their products are dairy-free, made in the USA, gluten-free, doctor-approved, and use zero fillers. From exogenous ketones to boost your ketone levels for mental clarity, keto bars for a quality fat snack, MCT oil powder for making your coffee fatty and creamy without the dairy, and so much more. You can get 20% off anything in their shop by going to perfectketo.com slash KDP. Use the coupon code KDP for your 20% off anything your heart desires. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. Option number three, follow a meal plan. Instead of following macro guidelines without question and worrying about hitting them every day, I encourage you to try out the meal plans, assess your hunger on a daily basis, and roll with it. You don't have to calculate everything. There are different plans for each fat field profile with all the work done for you. A huge benefit here, aside from not having to worry about figuring out what to eat and calculating macros, is that you can eat or not as you feel like it. Whether you enjoy the planned meal, delay it, or skip it entirely depends on whether you are hungry. This removes some of the anxiety that can be experienced when tracking. You have the flexibility to eat or not without worrying about whether you're hitting your day's macros. Option number four, use daily portion plates. This option is great for those who don't respond well to tracking or have a somewhat solid idea of which foods are high in carbohydrates and how to switch them out for fats. The daily portion plates help you achieve the benefits of nutritional ketosis without having to count, track, or go crazy over macros. The idea here is that you use your plate to visually estimate your macronutrients. Portion out your plate using your eyes, positioning protein on less than a quarter of the plate with fat taking up the majority. Imagine tablespoons of fat you use to make your meal as lining up on the sides of your plate. The key to success with the daily portion plates is to get out of your head and into your body. Try not to overthink it. If you need a visual, you can head to healthfulpursuit.com slash plates to see a bunch of examples of my real life portion plates. Regardless of which option you choose, check in with yourself before you eat. Do you want to eat for emotional reasons? Are you actually thirsty? It's amazing how often we get those signals confused. Or are you truly hungry? These questions go a long way in helping you to listen to your body so that you can know when you're hungry, when you're full, and when you're seeking solace in food instead of meeting your emotional needs in another way. It's all about the fiber. We know that the fewer carbs you eat, the faster you'll get into ketosis and start burning fat for fuel. However, there's a little caveat and it's called fiber. Fiber is a carb, but it doesn't spike glucose and therefore insulin like other carbs do. That's why many people who follow keto give fiber a hall pass, not worrying about how much they consume. They do so by subtracting the grams of fiber in a food from the total grams of carbohydrates. The result is what's called net carbohydrates. So total carbs equals all carbs, including fiber. Net carbs equals total carbs minus fiber. 
Personally, I like the net carbohydrate approach because it removes the stress that comes with wanting to maintain a healthy vegetable and fruit intake on keto. Once I started counting net carbs, I found it easier to feel okay about adding extra kale to my plate because in what world is eating more kale a bad thing? But I also like paying attention to the amount of fiber I'm consuming. Around 30 grams a day is where I feel best. I eat an additional 50 grams or so of carbohydrates on top of that, so my total carbs are 80 grams, but my net carbs are 50 grams. Some people enjoy counting total carbs and others do better counting net carbs. It's totally up to you. I find that those who don't thrive on a lot of vegetables and need a lower carbohydrate amount to get into ketosis often choose the total carbohydrate route. And those who love vegetables and can get into ketosis with higher carbohydrate amounts often choose to count net carbohydrates. If you're having issues with the net carbohydrate approach, try removing low-carb dieting products. Companies often add loads of fiber to these products and then count only the net carbs. So even though an item is marketed as low-carb, it could contain more than 30 grams of total carbohydrates per serving. Yes, technically this could still work on the net carbs theory, but my experience has been that these products can make your blood sugar go crazy. And of course, avoiding packaged foods in general and focusing on whole food is a much better strategy for overall health. If you're already eating keto but haven't been focusing on whole food, on the fat field approach, you may notice that you're eating more total carbs than you're used to. In many cases, this is because you are increasing your fiber by eating whole foods, adding to your total carbohydrate amount. And this is okay. Adding fiber to your daily eats doesn't spike insulin, adds bulk to your stool, aids in digestive health in most cases, and assists with the delicate balance and maintenance of your gut microbiome. However, the added fiber may kick some individuals out of ketosis, at least temporarily. And you may be one of them. If you are, start counting total carbohydrates, and you should be right as rain in a couple of days. Or simply avoid recipes that are loaded with flax seeds or chia seeds, and that should help calm things down. If you've hit a weight loss or ketosis plateau and you've tried different fat fuel profiles, Count your total and net carbs and see what the numbers tell you. You may find that you're choosing foods that are really low in fiber yet consuming too many total carbohydrates, which is throwing off your carbohydrate intake so you can't get into ketosis. If this is the case, the best approach I've found is upping your intake of fiber-rich vegetables to balance things out. Thanks so much for listening. Again, you can find the audiobook by searching The Keto Diet, Leanne Vogel on Amazon or Audible, and I will see you guys in a couple days. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more keto for women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.